Wales area, according to figures on December the 18th. Public Health Wales figures show 54 new cases of COVID-19 recorded in Pembrokeshire from 429 tests, 36 in Ceredigion out of 252 tests, and 219 in Carmarthenshire from 977 tests. Three additional deaths have been recorded in Huelvar, with a total number of people who have died with coronavirus standing at 160. There has now been a total of 1,633 cases in Pembrokeshire reported throughout the pandemic, 957 in Ceredigion and 6,734 in Carmarthenshire. A used car dealer has been ordered to pay more than £9,000 after being convicted of selling a dangerous car to a Pembrokeshire consumer. Based in Rochdale, Lancashire, the Car Corner Limited was convicted at Haverford West Magistrates Court on Wednesday, December the 9th of the sale of an unsafe vehicle and other breaches of consumer protection legislation. Fines and costs awarded against the company totaled £9,181, which are required to be paid within 28 days. The prosecution by Pembrokeshire County Council's Trading Standards Team, part of the authority's Public Protection Service, was instigated by a consumer complaint from a man from Letterston, who had purchased a second-hand Fiat Cubo from the Rochdale garage in November 2019 after seeing it advertised online. Having agreed the sale, the car was transported from Rochdale to Pembrokeshire but was delivered after dark and the consumer therefore had difficulty in inspecting it. However, following the morning, in daylight, many significant defects were apparent and he, he attempted to reject the car. As his attempts to reject the car and receive a refund were refused, he contacted the Citizens Advice Consumer Service for advice, who then notified Pembrokeshire Trading Standards. Due to the serious nature of the alleged safety defects, an expert witness, vehicle engineer, was commissioned to examine the car. In his opinion, the car was in an unsafe and unroadworthy condition and would have so been at the time of supply by the car company Limited. The court fined the business £2,000 for each of the three offences, a total of £6,000 with an additional £3,181 in prosecution costs and victim surcharge. The business was found not guilty relating to a fourth charge relating to alleged false statements made in the online advertisement. The consumer had already been refunded by the credit company through which he financed the car in February this year. There will be changes to some waste and recycling collections in Pembrokeshire over Christmas and New Year. Christmas Day and New Year's Day fall on a Friday this year and there will be no collections on these dates. If your usual collection falls on Friday, December the 25th, it will be moved to Sunday, December the 27th. If your usual collection falls on Friday, January the 1st, it will be moved to Sunday, January the 3rd. This will be the case whether that collection is for recycling or grey bag collections. There will be no change to what is taken on those days. And finally, in sport, Haverford West County FC recorded a fine win at the Bridge Meadow on Wednesday. They triumphed over Barrytown in an exciting midweek clash. Super sub Ben Fawcett scored a superb brace of second-half goals to seal the win for the Bluebirds. The result, Haverford West County 2, Barrytown 1. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here. On Pure West Radio. You and your family could start the new year with over £3,000 of prizes. Thanks to the Pure West Radio Christmas Extravaganza. Play along with our interactive advent calendar now for free at purewestradio.com.
That's something festive for a Saturday morning, Saturday the 19th of December. A very good morning. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Saturday's edition of Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. On the show this morning, we are talking football. Bill Kahn is with me and we'll say good morning to Bill in just a few moments' time. Looking back on Haverford West County's last couple of games and also forward to the Boxing Day Derby with Aberystwyth. We've got Fraser Watson talking Swansea. We're featuring cricket in Pembrokeshire and rugby with Gordon Thomas. All on the way on Pure West Sport between now and nine. Well, a very good morning and welcome to Pure West Sports on a Saturday morning between eight and nine with G&G Builders, more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. I'm Ben Stone, lots to do between now and nine. We find plenty of Pembrokeshire sport to talk about and beyond, of course, featuring a bit of the, the rugby and Swansea City as well before nine o'clock. Uh, Bill Kahn is with me to kick off the show. Morning, Bill. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Looking forward to it as every Saturday. It's lively and fresh. I really enjoy it, Ben. And it's nice to touch base with my old friend Stone as well. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure, Bill. And uh, yeah, really enjoying the show on a Saturday and our Monday night show between seven and nine as well, of course. Plenty to, to talk about. We'll come to Haverford West County in a few moments. Mm-hmm. Had a, a great win on Wednesday night. That was much better, wasn't it? Amazing difference. They're Jekyll and Hyde at the moment, and I can tell you that was a good performance, Ben. They looked aside, who can hold their own in that division very successfully, fair play. In the first hour as well, we're going to hear from the person who's responsible for the social media for Haverford West County, and <laughs> yeah. he's, he's done a great job. That's Jordan, isn't it, who, who you've been speaking to for us this week, Bill? Yeah, Jordan Griffiths joined the club this year. First time I spoke to him and I, I, you know, we were chatting about what I could do to help him and what I hoped the club could do to help me with my website. And I said, well, how many hits did you have for the first game? And I thought, well, if they get 5,000, that's not bad. If they get 10,000, that's amazing. And it was over 100,000. 100,000 mm. then. And I couldn't believe it. For once in my life, I was speechless. And he was telling me the contacts come from places like India where betting on the uh, JD Premier is immense. In Poland, where Wojciech Geider, the goalkeeper now, mm-hmm. uh, there's loads of different sort of websites there that follow football, and they know he's in this country, so they stream that, and there's loads and loads of Polish people that are waiting to see how, uh, what Wojciech got on, so it's great. Yeah, and looking forward to hearing that. So we're hearing from Jordan mm. Griffiths uh, in the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, Fraser Watson joining me as well to talk about Swansea City and also some of the, the changes to the coronavirus regulations and where, and where that leaves us for local sport. And Gordon Thomas before nine talking rugby as well, all on the show on Pure West Radio. Ho, ho, ho! Santa here to tell you all about the Pure West Radio Christmas Extravaganza, their biggest ever giveaway, with over 24 unique prizes valued at over £2,000. Visit purewestradio.com to find out what prizes you can win by checking the interactive advent calendar. 
in association with Synergy Health Pembroke Dock. Feel good, look great, act now and lose weight. We're members really matter. Call Carl now to book your consultation on 07545 610 Krug Glass is a 2AA rosette restaurant open for dinner, casual bar meals and afternoon teas with romantic rooms set in 600 acres with breathtaking views of unspoiled countryside as well as easy access to the area's world-famous coast. This is Pembrokeshire accommodation at its finest. To book your table or room, call 01348 831 302. Ho, ho, ho! Don't forget, a new prize is added every day until Christmas Eve. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for me, Santa, and all my friends here at Pure West Radio. Oh, come on! All right there, Dave. Nah, Sam. The garden's a state. The house needs doing up. It's a lot of work, this. Give JRA a call, mate. They'll sort it right out. They'll clear your shed... Clean your garden, paint your house inside and out. I don't suppose they do a discount? Oh yeah, 10% off for OAPs and NHS workers. Fully licensed and fully registered. They'll take your rubble, soil, wood and general waste too. Oh, I'll give them a call then. Just mention you're an OAP. (laughs) Get out of it. To get it sorted, call JRA on 07507 526 140 or have a look on Facebook. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. It's the most magical time of the year in Pembrokeshire. Pure West Radio. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought me some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm And the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you'd love me so Let it snow, let it snow and snow
When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really grab me tight All the way home I'll be warm Oh, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Something festive for Saturday morning on Pure West Radio. Dean Martin and Let It Snow. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. And we are talking to Bill Kahn all about Haverford West County now because they had a really good win. 2-1 against Barry Town at the Bridge Meadow on Wednesday. Bill, how did the game unfold? Well, it came as a shock, really, that they won, to be honest, because... They were dire against a Flint Town and even worse against um, Kevin Druids. And I saw the Scorio, uh, albeit a shortened version of the game, on Monday night. And the goals they conceded were dire. But it didn't start brilliantly either because they went, uh, they were on the defensive a bit early on, but they broke out. Jack Wilson hurt his knee, their prime goal scorer and top star at the moment. He was off within about six minutes, Ben. And after 13 minutes, Danny Williams was on the bench with a regular penalty taker. They had a penalty. And uh, Elliot Scotcher blasted it, hit the crossbar, the top of the crossbar, and flew out to the ground. So we're thinking, oh, blame, it's going to be one of those nights. But they played well. They, Wayne Jones had settled them into a, a formation that I think helped. They played 5-4-1. And uh, the back five played well, really. And uh, Barrytown had a couple of chances but so did Hanford West. Nil-nil at half-time. I was interviewing, and I, they'll be on the show on Monday night, Colin and Karen Fawcett, Ben Fawcett's uh, mum and dad. He'd come on as the sub. He's a, a, a runner. He really chases every ball. He's got this dogged act, uh, attitude that he ch- takes on big guys and mm-hmm. you know, harasses them legally, and uh, nobody likes playing against him. And uh, out of the blue, he scored a nice goal. One-nil, you think, blind me, Charlie. But then that, they just raised the tempo then, Barry Town. They've got a fella called David Cottrell who played for Wales in 2016. Yeah, yeah good player. Well, he, was con- he was controlling their midfield and he curled in a beautiful, beautiful ball that hit the crossbar and was cleared. Alaric Jones and Cameron Keach made good blocks and, you know, that was it. But then they scored and you think, oh, here we go. And it wasn't a, a brilliant piece of defensive work. Um, so one of the defenders led a, a fella through. Uh, the ball uh, ricocheted off Wojciech Gaida and the guy buried the re, uh, rebound. So you're there thinking, one all, oh my God. But, you know, they, they didn't panic. They just played good football. And then they scored a crack in second. And I guess who popped up again, Mr. Ben Fawcett, 19 years of age, like Jack Wilson. He's got a lot of support from Haken, which you could hear up on the bank behind the goal. You know, the far end. There's a steep bank there, and they're all there. Um, and they, were, they had klaxons, and they were cheering and shouting. Of course, he ran straight over and saluted them. They were ecstatic about that. I was talking to some of them through the fence. I always get a little bit of jip off them, and, uh, in a nice way. And uh, they keep asking me why I'm allowed in, and they're not. You know, So I tell them it's because I'm important, and they're not. They love that. So <laughs> it was 2-1. And, and you know they played the game out well. They, they didn't look 
hugely threatened. They didn't sit back. They played good football. And they could have had a third goal. So 2-1 against the fourth-place team in the league. That's a blinking result, let me tell you. Mm, and and yeah. that, that's given them confidence and has given them that gap between them and the, the bottom teams. Talking again to Wayne Jones, talking to some of the management there, and they were saying that gives them... They, they, they're not being sort of unrealistic and saying, oh, we're going to win it or we're going to be in the top six for sure. Mm. They want to stay up this year. So that was a huge step there. Anything else is a bonus. And I think there will be bonuses. I don't think they'll be vying for relegation the way it's going. But they've got to get consistency. That's what's That's needed. That's the big now. thing. And thank you very much, Bill. For now, two more games to go for Haverford West County in 2020. Aberystwyth away, local derby on Boxing Day. And then TNS at the Bridge Meadow on Tuesday, 29th December. And sticking with Haverford West County, we're behind the scenes at the Bridge Meadow as Bill talks to the person in charge of all the comms and social media at Haverford West County. That's Jordan Griffiths, and we'll hear from him next. You're the light, you're the night, you're the colour of my blood. You're the cure, you're the pain, you're the only thing I want to touch. Never knew that it could mean so much, so much. You're the fear, I don't care, cause I've never been so high. Follow me through the dark, let me take you past the satellite.
Ellie Goulding on Pure West Radio, Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sports with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Thank you to Bill Khan for being with us and looking ahead to that Haverford West County local derby on Boxing Day against Aberystwyth. And as Bill mentioned, uh, he's been behind the scenes on the Bridge Meadow this week, meeting someone who's helping the club make its mark in the world of social media. One of the new recruits at the, the Bridge Meadow Stadium this year is uh, Jordan Griffiths, who's the media officer. And my word, he's been thrown in at the deep end, but you're having terrific response to your work on the Twitter and the other sort of media outlets, aren't you? Yeah, things have been, things have been going uh, really well so far. Um, when I stepped in, there was quite a lot of initial work to do. That included like the website and kind of bringing the social media up to speed. But in the, the last few months now, we've been doing really well. And I think, I think it was... Uh, September, October in Twitter, we had over a million, we reached over a million people on, on Twitter, which was, I thought was quite impressive for a small club like Alfred West. People locally will tell you I'm not often lost for words, but when I bumped into you the first time, Jordan, and we were talking, and I was saying, you know, how many did you get for the match on Saturday? You think, you know, you'd do well to get 5,000 on that. And I think right then you had something like, uh, well, you tell me how many thousand. Um, so for, for most games, we get at least 100,000 on the match day itself, and then about half that the day after. So I think our, our best match day across the Saturday and Sunday, which I think was the TNS game, we had, I think it was about 200,000, which uh, I think that was the day Rob took over the Twitter account, so I can't take too much... um too many plaudits for that, but in general, yeah, with about 100,000 on a match day. No, well, tell him I said he stick to their own job. He's the chairman, <laughs> you're the press officer, right? And who can tell him that? I don't care. Um, yeah, looking at that, I mean, where does that come from, John? Because, you know, I know the crowds here are not what we'd like to see yet, but they'll come. But, I mean, where, where do all those people interested in... I know they're multiple users, but where do they come from? Do you know? Um, unfortunately, I can't see exactly where they come from but we get quite a lot more responses on twitter than we do facebook and something i've noticed as well is for an example someone like Wojciech um we get quite a lot of polish accounts and that's Wojciech Gaida, the, yes, goalkeeper, yeah, the goalkeeper yeah, yeah. so i know there's a there's a couple of dedicated kind of polish footballers and, and usa footballer accounts that follow yeah. and retweet our, our stuff i have quite a lot of um reach as well because some of that is retweeting is it yes yeah yeah so that, I think there's a Polish account that talks about just Polish uh, footballers in the UK and that's got quite a big following so every time I, I mention uh, the goalkeeper Wojciech um, they tend to retweet that and that, that, yeah. that does quite well which is which is nice Good I mean one of the jobs for you on the day I mean you're at the Bridge Meadow watching the game today where well, I'm going to enjoy that I've got a bit of work to do with the reporting and things but you've got to be constantly watching the game and looking to update things that are of interest to your, list, your uh, onlookers Yeah well because there's no fans allowed now and most of our games aren't on, on telly, um, the, the best way of getting kind of live play-by-play updates is, is through our Twitter account. Um, and then if you the amount of social media I've got to update at home games, I do Comet as well uh, for the FAW. I do Twitter, I do Instagram and I do Facebook. So when, sometimes when, when one thing happens or when a goal goes in, it might take 30, 30 or 45 seconds to get it up because I have to go through each different social media I understand to put them up. Tell me a bit. I mean, don't forget, I'm 73, I hate to say it. <laughs> and Comet to me is an aeroplane from the 1960s, you know. What is the Comet system? Uh, so Comet is essentially, um, it's, it's the FAW system so they can get all the, it, it comes from all the player registrations go through there but there's um, there's an app now called the I think it's called Cymru Football mm-hmm. um, and you can get live updates from games there so basically when a goal goes in or a yellow card is given or a sub is made I have to go through the app and say oh 24 just came on for 12 and then on, on the app if you have it it'll pop up then with an update from the game 
I see, and that has to be done alongside all the other things. Yeah, so that's usually the one I do first, because because it's the official kind of FAW yeah. app, I, I, I do that one first. Mm. I mean, we're talking about match day, but it's not only match day, of course. There are other jobs that you've got to do in the week, like the press uh, conference, where uh, I pop in and find out all sorts of things from Wayne Jones. Yeah, so the press conferences were actually um, Wayne's idea, which uh, I was... Which I was I was quite impressed by because I don't think any other club in the Cymru Premier does it the way that we do it. Good. And we try and get as many people in as possible. But yeah, from week to week, at the moment, is, is, there's not many other things to be doing because there's so many matches going on. But yeah, week week to week, we try and promote a lot of a lot of the other work that the club does. And, and Wyndham, our community development manager, does yeah. does a lot of stuff. And with that outstanding secretary here, Julie Grace, we've got to say that because she's watching us <laughs> and refused to join us because she said we've got the face for radio. Um, you know, in in the week like this, three three games in in a week, that must be hard work. Yeah, it, it is a lot of work, but I'm I'm lucky to have someone like Julie. Oh, um, she wonderful, <laughs> she wonderful. I'm lucky to have someone like Julie do do a lot of the the background work for me, and I do all the cosmetic stuff. Ah, uh, good. And update, My only criticism, she's not very good at making tea. But there we are. Listen, it's lovely to talk to you, John, and, and thanks, and we look forward to talking to you later in the season. And we're going to get Mrs. Legrace on sometime, whether she wants it or not. So thanks for talking to us. Have a good day. No worries, thanks, Bill. Well, that's Jordan Griffiths talking to Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn about the fantastic work he's doing with the world of social media for Haverford West County. Their Twitter account is absolutely brilliant and Jordan is doing a fantastic job. Really good to hear from him on Pure West Sport this morning. Don't forget that every Monday evening we also look at the latest sporting news from across Pembrokeshire. Between 7 and 8 we have a range of different guests that Bill Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas have spoken to. And after eight, we're live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. And if you like us on Facebook, you can have a look at some of the videos from the previous shows that we've done over the last few months. You can see our recent interview with top rugby broadcaster Phil Steele. That's on there. And last Monday, we were joined by the community director of the WRU. He's from Haverford West. That's Geraint John. You can watch that video on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Coming next, we're going to be joined by Fraser Watson. We're talking Swansea City and also how the Welsh Government's latest coronavirus regulations will impact local sport in Pembrokeshire. That's next on Pure West Radio. Ho, ho, ho! Santa here to tell you all about the Pure West Radio Christmas extravaganza, their biggest ever giveaway with over 24 unique prizes valued at over £2,000. Visit purewestradio.com to find out what prizes you can win by checking the interactive advent calendar in association with... Christmas is coming and Dog and Bone Grooming wants your pets to look their best. With over 15 years' experience, Dog and Bone offers you a bespoke one-to-one grooming service for your four-legged companions. Call us on 07852 569 375 or email bookings at dogandbonegrooming.co.uk Christmas is here for the perfect Christmas gifts head to number 5 Key Street in Haverford West they've got Christmas wrapping paper Christmas card packs Christmas pottery chocolates soaps and everything to make this Christmas the best peruse on Facebook at number 5 Key Street Haverford West ho 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 
Don't forget, a new prize is added every day until Christmas Eve. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for me, Santa, and all my friends here at Pure West Radio. Welcome to the VC Gallery Bridge Street, Haverford West, a gallery that belongs to the community. You may have seen us on Bridge Street while out and about in town. On your first visit to the gallery, you'll find that instead of being devoted to the metropolitan art scene, we're devoted to you and your community. Sure, you can find professional works from talented local artists, but what we're most proud of is the art on display from our own veterans and members. When you arrive, be sure to step upstairs and experience our year-long Art of Remembrance exhibition. Find us at 26 Bridge Street, give us a ring on 01437 765 873 or find us on Facebook. The VC Gallery Bridge Street, the gallery that belongs to you. Over 5 million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end -end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Your Pembrokeshire Christmas station, Pure West Radio.
Saturday morning, it's Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sports with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. And don't forget, if you like our Facebook page, you'll be able to see some of the videos that we've done on our Monday night show. We're on the air between 7 and 9 on a Monday evening. Between 8 and 9, we're live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page every week and some of our guests recently where well, we had uh, top broadcaster Phil Steele talking rugby and we had a really good chat last week as well with Geraint John from the WRU from Haverford West he's the community director for the WRU and we had a really good conversation with him on the show last week that's on the Pure West Radio Facebook page but let's talk football and all things Swansea City right now with Pure West Sports Fraser Watson who is with me morning Fraser how are you? Morning, Ben. Just keeping dry before heading to the Liberty. To be honest, we've, yeah. we've had it bad during the last in the last thirty six hours. Absolutely, and you were absolutely buzzing on Monday night during Pure West Sports after a win in the Derby. But then they went to Derby and lost two 0 So it, it was a slightly um, a slightly fast descent, wasn't it? Really, for Swansea City fans this week. Well, we've spoken about the fluctuating Championship League a lot, Ben, haven't we? It seems we, we touch on it every week and it comes at you fast. And, um, you know, it, it was a perfect example of Swans this week, how you can't afford to rest in your laurels in this league. Had arguably their best display under Steve Cooper, certainly their best display of the season on Saturday in Cardiff. 1-2-0, really comprehensive and you really felt that should be a springboard to push on. And, and there was talk of, of them targeting top two place after that, let alone a playoff. Mm. Went to Derby on Wednesday, went from their best performance of the campaign to arguably their worst. I mean, for four 45 minutes they weren't at the races Steve Cooper effectively admitted that with three substitutions at half time mm. and you, you just wonder if it was a sense of after the Lord's Mayor's show whether, whether you call it complacency or not but you can't afford that in the championship you, you have to be on it week in week out because as I said it comes at you fast and it'll trip you up yeah, uh, it was it was a big win for Wayne Rooney, no doubt about that. And I, just getting ready to talk to you today, it, it does kind of age you a bit, doesn't it? When you think we've lived through Wayne Rooney's entire career and now he's managing in the championship. But it, it, it does show there's there's no easy game, even against those lower lower teams in the table. It's it's surreal, isn't it, what you've just said there? But, you know, we do have to give some credit to Derby as well. As poor as Swansea were, I was very sceptical about the Rooney appointment, to, to be honest. But um, he certainly galvanised them short term. Whether they can keep it up long term remains to be seen. But they looked organised. Um, you know, they were strong in the tackle. They were first to every ball. They really did outplay Swansea in every aspect. And two and a half time could have been three or four. They missed two other clear chances as well. Hit the woodwork in the injury time in the first half which would have sealed it so it looked a much improved derby display and credit to Rooney if he keeps them playing like that they'll, they'll pull away from danger no problem at all the, the good thing about it at the moment is that the game's come around thick and fast and it means you can uh, quickly move on and Barnsley today at the Liberty Stadium as you say Fraser you're making your way there uh, this is one they really need to win now on the back of that Derby County defeat Absolutely. I mean, such is the nature of that league. We're talking about Swansea heading for the top two uh, pre-Wednesday night. If they were lose today, then all of a sudden you're probably slipping out the top six or very close to slipping out the playoffs full stop. You can lose a lot of places with just one result. And Barnsley are a dangerous side, Ben. They've got, you know, Valerie and Ismail at the helm this year. He's an interesting character. Mm. They won three games in a row. They're up to ninth. You know, they've beaten Wickham Wanderers, Sheffield Wednesday and Preston, all 2-1. In their last three games, Corley Woodrow up front, eight league goals this season. They're a dangerous proposition. They're an organised side as well, and they'll make it tough. And Swans are going to have to battle and fight hard today. And they're going to have to up their intensity greatly from Wednesday night and then hope that their footballing ability takes over. Do you think Steve Cooper will need to shuffle the pack a bit because they're back in action on Boxing Day, a busy Christmas New Year period? Will he be looking to rotate a bit over these next few games? 
think he has to. I, I think what we've seen in the last couple of weeks is managers who, who stick to a winning side, and that's always a temptation, temptation of coming unstuck. We saw Cardiff against Swansea. They went into that South Wales derby on the back of four straight wins. Um, Neil Harris was understandably reluctant to make any changes. He didn't, and they looked knackered out there. Cardiff, mm-hmm. they really underperformed. Then, you know, by the same token, Swansea named the same team for Wednesday night. Again, you can understand the reluctance to make changes after such a good performance on Saturday, and they weren't at the races. I mean, the nature of this championship, Ben, is you, you regardless of who's in form, regardless of how well your team is playing, you have to make changes because you're going Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. It's a relentless schedule, you know, and ultimately, who comes out on top towards the end of the year may be the side who who had the strongest squad and, and who were prepared to take risks and were perhaps looking long-term as opposed to short-term because the risk of a team burning out in the Championship this year, I say, is greater mm. than ever before. And that applies to Swansea as much as everyone else. Yeah, you're right. It's such a busy, compact programme. It really is. Uh, Fraser, enjoy that today. Liberty Stadium, three o'clock for Swansea Barnsley. Uh, Fraser is going to stay with us and we're going to have a look at some of the latest Welsh government announcements regarding coronavirus restrictions and just where that leaves local sport in Pembrokeshire. So we'll do that next this morning with Fraser Watson on Pure West Radio. Stockings are hung with care The children sleep with one eye open Well now there's more than toys at stake Cause I'm older now But not done hoping The twinkling of the lights The sonic carols fill the household Old state Nick has taken flight With a heart on board So please be careful I asked for many different things But now I know what my heart wants you to bring So please just fall in love with me this Christmas There's nothing else that I will need this Christmas Won't be wrapped under a tree I want something to last forever Kiss me on this cold December night A tree that smells of pine A house that's filled with joy and laughter The mistletoe says stand in line Loneliness is what I've captured Oh, but this evening can be a holy night It's cozy on up by the fireplace And dim those Christmas lights so please just fall in love with me this Christmas Nothing else that you will need this Christmas I won't be wrapped under a tree I want to stay the last forever So kiss me on this cold December night Call that the season a given I'm here, I'm yours for the taking They call it the season of giving I'm here, I'm yours Just fall in love with me This Christmas Nothing else we will need This Christmas Won't be wrapped under a tree I want to stay the last forever I don't want to be alone tonight Away I 
cross for the taking. They call it the season they give in. I'm here, I'm yours. Saturday morning, it's Pure West Radio. Enjoyed that from Michael Bublé, Cold December Night. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport and we're talking to Fraser Watson off to the Swansea-Barnsley game, covering that and you'll see all the details on pembrokeshiresport.co.uk a bit later on today. But the Welsh Government have announced they're going to be updating coronavirus regulations as we head towards Christmas. And Fraser, that will have an impact on local sport, both in Pembrokeshire and across Wales. Oh, well, look, Ben, we, we've said all throughout this that there's bigger issues in sport um, with everything that has happened throughout COVID-19, but it's undeniable this is a hammer blow to sport in the county and, and grassroots sports, like you rightly said, across the country. It's looking at Tier 4 restrictions from the 28th onwards. Gyms will be closing on Christmas Eve. And if we were speaking off air there, and I think... I was always under the impression that when you looked at your classical team sports around here, football, rugby, hockey, we would have some kind of campaign, whether it was diluted league competition, mm. just cup competitions, friendlies, what have you. I am now a lot less confident we'll see any kind of team action before September 2021. You know, for all the talk of the vaccine coming in, which is obviously great news, that is going to take a long time to come to fruition. Certainly the positive effects of that are going to take quite a long time. And we seem to have, having made, seen light at the end of the tunnel in terms of sport and, and, and it coming back we've now gone straight back almost to square one um it is a hammer blow and, and it's a concern as well because of all the things we flagged up this year mm. we're just going to go tenfold again yeah it's it's very frustrating and of course restrictions have to have to be in place for, for people's safety but when you thought we you know a few weeks ago we're talking about some football friendlies being played in Pembrokeshire the thought that at some point you might see some spectators somewhere like the Bridge Meadow um, it, it must be difficult to take to, to think as we speak this morning, Fraser. That's probably further away than it has been for for quite some time. Yes, and you know the FAW you mentioned there on the football side, and this is an interesting debate now, Ben, because the calls are growing louder, and I perfectly understand it that we've touched on these clubs have paid hundreds, some over a thousand in registration fees. You know, now whilst that may cover player insurance is a very small proportion of that which, which goes towards the insurance cost the rest is for fees for registering your players and being able to enter competitive competitions it seems inconceivable that those players should that those clubs sorry should have to pay those amount and not get any competitive football it's a difficult situation for the FAW now because everything points towards having to refund the clubs you know but mm. by morality that should be what's going on how they are off financially themselves after COVID we don't know you know, but um, clubs are now growing angry and what has initially started out as understanding is turning to anger. And I do understand it. It's been such a frustrating time and this is just another hammer blow. Yeah, you're right. And I'm sure it's something we'll return to in, in the weeks and months ahead on Pure West Sport. Absolutely. Um, on Monday, we're going to be live on the Facebook page between eight and nine. Between seven and eight, we feature uh, loads of different interviews every week with local people involved with sport in Pembrokeshire and beyond. Uh, this week, Fraser, uh, you're going to be talking to someone who'll be telling us what it's been like to, to work as a sports broadcaster uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. Yes, Kerry Coleman-Phillips, a very familiar voice well, to yourself and to everyone in Pembrokeshire and now Wales Sport as well, broadcasting at the moment for, for BBC Wales Sport. 
Um, Kerry had a, had a few months off, off the sports reporting like all of us, but she's now back in the stadium. She's had a strange experience as well. She's back in Pro 14 stadiums with no fans. Mm. She went to Wales games with no fans. She was heavily involved in the Wales women's football coverage as well, which ultimately ended in a bit of heartbreak. So I'll be touching on that with her. We'll be discussing the Jane Ledlow situation, um, which has been a real cause for concern at the moment for Welsh women's football. But yes, Gary should have a good few stories to tell because she's had an interesting few weeks yeah absolutely yeah, it would be really good to hear from Kerry she she sounds great on the radio as well so we're really pleased to see how well she's doing so we'll, we'll have that interview and I think it's interesting for, for the broadcasters and, and you've experienced Fraser uh, reporting on Swansea games you, you almost feel all the more privileged to be inside that stadium uh, because no one else is so you, your role is more important than ever to be able to convey what it's like for people listening or, or reading what it's like in the stadiums at the moment it's surreal. It is surreal. And, you know, we, you do miss the buzz of it being in there. It, it isn't the same. I, mean, you know, I don't know. There are, there are plus points, you know, <laughs> parking your car is a lot easier <laughs> and, you, and you're home, you're home a lot quicker. But, you know, we all say it's not the same without fans, Ben. And it just reiterated tenfold when you're actually in one of these stadiums. Mm. You can hear the echoes of the players shouting. You can hear every swear word that comes out of the managers. They, that could be quite interesting sometimes. <laughs> but, but on the whole, we've had so many players now who have missed out on all those golden moments, you know, and I was yeah. discussing this with Kerry as well, things like um, Lewis Rees Samet scoring his first try for Wales you know, in front of nobody. You know, we, we saw the South Wales derby the other day, we were talking about this, it, it could have impacted both sides, positively or negatively, but that was when it really hit home for me was being there Saturday, what was usually a cauldron of noise when the sides ran out, for better and for worse, was just stony silence. And, and that was when it, mm. it really hit home that we need fans back in stadiums. But as much as we keep saying we need it, Ben, I can't see it anytime soon. We're going to have to yeah. face up to the reality of it now. Yeah, indeed. OK, looking forward to hearing that interview with Kerry. And Fraser, looking forward to the show uh, once again on Monday between 7 and 9. Enjoy the Swansea game. Let's hope for three points later. And thank you for talking to us this morning on Pure West Sport. Lovely job, Ben. I'll see you Monday. Try to keep you close to me But life got in between Tried to square, not be in there But said that I should have been Hold back the river, let me look in your eyes Hold back the river so wide And stop for a minute and see where you hide Hold back the river, hold back Once upon a different life We rode our bikes into the sky
with each other Lonely James Bay on Pure West Radio for Saturday morning. Hold back the river. I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sport. And we're going to talk rugby with Gordon Thomas now and start, Gordon, by talking about the fact that the Scarlets game last night was called off against Toulon very, very late in the day, two hours before it was due to start at Parker Scarlets. Two hours before kickoff, Ben, Toulon, Toulon pulled out because of concerns about a Scarlet's player testing positive for COVID-19 after playing against Bath mm. last uh, weekend. It was, and the, and the action that the Scarlet's took actually satisfied the European rugby organisers, but it, it was Toulon that didn't want to, to go ahead with the game. I think they were, they were quite shocked, the Scarlet's, that the match yeah. was called off late in the day. But as you say, safety has to, to be the first priority. You that know? has to be prevalent, Ben, as you know. It's important uh, to stay safe in these current uh, times. And, uh, it, you know, we have to uh, applaud the, the call. It might have been late, but it's probably the right one. Yeah, absolutely right. And, uh, yeah, let's hope the Scarlets can get that rearranged uh, soon. There are games today for both the Ospreys and the Dragons. So let, let's start with, with the Dragons first up because they're actually in France, aren't they? They're, they're taking on Bordeaux, 8 o'clock yeah, kickoff. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll be a, a tough game uh, in Bordeaux for them, uh, Ben. Uh, they haven't had a great European start, but uh, they're playing tonight in France and it's a, a, an 8 o'clock kickoff. Let's hope that uh, the Dragons can hit a bit of form and with a little bit of luck, let's hope they uh, come home with the bacon, so to speak. Yeah, it's good to be able to watch these games uh, as, you know, we can't watch live sport at the moment apart from what's on the TV. So we'll keep an eye on yeah. that one. Uh, the Ospreys are in the Challenge Cup, aren't they? And they go to uh, Worcester. Worcester. And again... Yeah, Justin Tipperick returns uh, to the uh, to the lineup. Also, Wales duo Adam Beard, Owen Watkin start. Uh, a big, big miss. Alan Wynne-Jones has been ruled out for 10 weeks with a, a knee uh, problem. 
But um, the man of the moment, Sam Parry, who won his 100th cap last week with two tries in the win against Castres, starts at Hooker. So uh, he's having a good run of form at the moment, young Sam from Pembrokeshire. And tomorrow in the Challenge Cup, uh, Ben, uh, Cardiff Blues have home advantage uh, against Stade Francais in the European uh, Challenge Cup. That, that should be some uh, game, that one, uh, Ben. Uh, Wales wing jo- Josh Adam returns to the starting lineup. Also, scrum off Lloyd Williams, back from international duty, will play at halfback, uh, partner with uh, Jared Evans. That should be a really tasty game this uh, tomorrow afternoon, Ben. Um, hopefully, the Blues will come away with a, a victory and uh, set them up for um, the following week's action. Indeed, and we'll follow uh, the fortunes of our regions, of course, uh, Gordon, over the weekend. So good luck to them and special attention yes. for, for Pembroke's very own Sam Parry. Uh, we had a good chat yes. with Geraint John, didn't we, on the on the sports show on Monday from the WRU. Haverford West uh, man as well. He used to go to uh, Sir Thomas Picton School. It was good to talk rugby with Geraint on, on the show on Monday, I thought. I did tell you before we uh, spoke to him, he's very knowledgeable and uh, he, he, you know, he's very thorough as Geraint and he's done a tremendous job for the WRU and they, they've gone through a few difficult times over the last few months with, uh, you know, various issues, but uh, Geraint is a, a steady sort of character and uh, he'll get them back on an even keel and I, I'm sure the community game, once it's allowed, will be up and running like normal because uh, he, he's a he's a great lad he you know and he he, he understands the game both on and off the field mm. which is so important these days and we didn't actually ask him but wales found out their world cup opponents didn't they for 2023 it might seem a long way off but preparations beginning and, and yeah familiar opponents in australia and fiji familiar opponents we got australia fiji and then somebody from uh, Europe won and uh, a qualifier winner. So uh, it's familiar territory for Wales. Place finishing the inaugural Rugby World Cup in 1987. It has been a, a case of nearly but not quite for Wales, Ben. Uh, following a period of underachievement in the 1990s and uh, the 2000s, Wales reached two more semi-finals in 2011-2019 during the Warren Gatland era. But a place in the tournament showpiece match has always mm. been beyond them. Will they be able to address that in 2023 mm. with Wayne Pivik? That's the big question. There's a lot of water to go under the bridge before then. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Gordon will look forward to that. Lots of rugby to play between now and then, of course. And that is it from Pure West Sport for Saturday morning. I've thoroughly enjoyed your company. Coming up after the latest news for Pembrokeshire at nine o'clock, it will be a very festive edition of Frank Talking. He's on the way in just a few moments' time. Have a great Saturday and keep it with Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. There have been 309 new coronavirus cases reported in Huelva Health Board's area, according to figures.